0: Traditionally, employee performance has been evaluated once a year, but increasingly the highest performing employers are adopting regular one-on-one meetings instead, allowing for ongoing coaching conversations between teammates and their supervisors. In this episode of HR Party of One, I'm going to detail how you can implement and structure one-on-one meetings for your own team. We'll discuss a brief overview of one-on-one meetings, including why you should have them, how to get leadership buy-in, and convince managers to conduct them, and how to structure your one-on-one meetings. And finally, how to incorporate one-on-one meetings into the company culture guide. So let's get started. Regular one-on-one meetings between managers and and team members are an integral part of a strong performance management strategy. During these meetings, participants discuss projects they're working on, opportunities for improvement, ways in which employees are, are, are excelling, and how employees' efforts contribute toward the company's overall goals. Continuous, concrete feedback is vital for employee improvement. It allows employees to reflect on their projects or tasks and follow through with things that they're trying to improve. Uh, Furthermore, managers of managers can identify how their direct reports are performing using one-on-one transcripts in, in the HRIS. For example, are they giving specific enough feedback to their direct reports? Without a tool like this, how is a manager of managers supposed to coach their managers on how to deliver better feedback? But don't just take it from me that your organization should be having one-on-ones. Ben Horowitz, co-founder and general partner at the venture capital firm Andreessen Horowitz, also believes strongly in one-on-ones. There's this story. Uh, One time Ben discovered a manager at his company hadn't hosted a one-on-one with any of their employees in more than six months. He immediately told that manager's manager that they'd both be fired if those one-on-ones didn't take place within 24 hours. Horowitz says organizations need to be having one-on-ones simply because well-structured one-on-ones are integral to being a good company to work for. Being a good company to work for may not matter as much when things are going well, but it matters a lot when things are going sideways and wrong and things always go wrong. In Horowitz's estimation, being a good company is itself an end and one-on-one meetings are part of that and part of leadership's focus should be simply on that. Once you're convinced of this, The next question is how to get buy-in from leadership and managers. And when you approach leadership, you should have a full plan detailing how the one-on-ones should be structured. The number one objection leadership will have to your plan is that nobody has time for more meetings. In a few minutes, I'll explain how one-on-ones should be structured and why they can actually save time, which will help you build your case. The second objection you're likely to have is that, well, things are already going well. But remember, Ben Horowitz also thought things were going well. Why make changes if there's nothing wrong? Good companies work to bring out the best work in their employees, to help them become the best versions of themselves, to help them thrive. And one-on-ones provide the accountability that helps make that possible. The third objection you'll hear is that managers already have their own management style. So why mess with it? Uh, Jack Daly, one of the world's leading corporate trainers who, who spoke at our users conference a few years ago, likes to say that sixth grade basketball teams don't let players just have their own style, and good companies ought to be just as well organized and led. One-on-ones keep everyone moving in the right direction with consistent, standardized management processes. Less fuss, more growth. To further reinforce this point, tell leadership that HR will regularly review one-on-one agendas with managers to ensure consistency across the team. Leadership's approval is essential, but managers also need to buy in. A common protest managers give when asked to host one-on-ones with their direct reports is that they just don't have time. Reject that objection head on. Insist that one-on-ones will actually save them time and point to two clear facts to get this point across. Because one-on-ones are regular and ongoing, employees will learn to prioritize tasks in their workflow knowing that at least once per week, they're going to get undivided attention from their manager to discuss important items. By batching questions that would have come to the manager in the form of another meeting or interruption, the manager is going to save time overall. The employee creates the agenda each week, not the manager. One-on-ones don't require managers to dedicate a lot of advanced prep time. Once you've addressed the concern about time, focus on the benefits of giving the manager a place where the employee is expecting to receive feedback. Now, employees have a regular touch point where they can recalibrate with their manager and focus on development. As a result, managers should expect increased performance from employees because of this feedback meaning less time micromanaging and more time setting up the team for success. And all of this points toward making the company a good place to work. So let's get into the structure of these meetings. First, you should establish that the direct report is responsible for the agenda and documentation of the one-on-one meeting. It's the direct report's meeting, not the manager's, and the direct report needs to own it. Among other things, this means that the direct report is responsible for sending an agenda to their manager at least 24 hours before the one-on-one. An HRIS with a performance management feature can help with this. The direct report posts their agenda the day before the one-on-one, and then the manager responds by posting any items she wants to add. As you might have guessed, we use Bernie Portal's performance management feature for our own team. After the one-on-one, the direct report uses the HRIS to send their manager a summary of action items and important points of discussion. The HRIS is really valuable here because it keeps a record of past conversations in one central location. This kind of documentation makes it more productive because it keeps both participants on track and accountable during and after the meeting. Similarly, this transcript of current and past one-on-ones increases the likelihood of mutual understanding between both parties because we can always refer back to the conversation as takeaways. Another key component of one-on-one meetings is that for frontline employees, they should generally be held weekly, typically lasting between 30 and 60 minutes. This is An effective cadence for a few different reasons. First, it gives employees enough time to address topics and tasks discussed in the previous meeting. Second, it keeps schedules relatively free from constant check-ins that can disrupt workflow and productivity. And finally, the consistency of the meetings proves an effective tool for ongoing employee development. Note that depending on the tenure of the relationship and level in the organization, bi-weekly or even monthly, one-on-ones might work well instead of weekly. You can ensure this structure is being followed by conducting regular check-ins with each manager. I do this three times per year with all the managers at Bernie Portal. We use the transcripts saved in our HRIS to conduct a quality assurance check to make sure our managers are meeting with their direct reports and providing feedback like they're supposed to. If you're gonna do this during your own check-ins, you should review one-on-one agendas together to confirm they're adhering to the appropriate structure and to identify opportunities where Uh, teammates can benefit from more clear and direct feedback. Horowitz would agree that his team would have benefited from these very same quality assurance measures, which would have prevented one of his managers from going over six months without hosting one-on-ones with their direct reports. Implementing one-on-one meetings reinforces the need for teams to develop culture guides instead of an outdated employee handbook. How you do one-on-ones and how you give feedback should be addressed in both section one and section two of your culture guide. In section one of a culture guide, you explicitly state to what extent one-on-ones are a core competency for your organization. You should acknowledge that it takes courage both to give and receive feedback. Then explain why your organization insists on it as a necessary ingredient for personal and professional growth. In section two of a culture guide, you should outline how your team conducts one-on-ones. I've put together an example based on Bernie Portal's own culture guide that you can use for yours, which every employee should read. Effective one-on-ones are critical to the growth of our company and its teammates. Here's how it works. What they are, weekly meetings with your manager or the person to whom you report. Who makes the agenda? You do. Included items should be areas where you could use extra help, support, advice, or feedback. Additionally, you should include items that may have come up during the week that are better discussed in person and updates on projects for which you're responsible. When to send the agenda. Use the performance management function in the HRIS to post your agenda for your manager's review and reference. This should arrive no later than 24 hours before the one-on-one. You should treat this priority with as much urgency as getting back to an important client. Additions to the agenda. Your manager may have additional items to add to the agenda. In the performance management thread, they'll post these discussion points as a reply to your initial agenda. In summary, use the performance management function in the HRIS to reply to that week's thread with a summary of key takeaways from the meeting. This should be posted no later than the next day and ideally the same day. By documenting this in your culture guide, you can help make sure new hires understand it right away, rather than making them gradually figure it out on their own. Horowitz was right. People want to work for a good company. That's no secret. And they want to be good at their jobs. And they want to grow professionally to take on more responsibility over time. Regular one-on-ones should be seen as helping them achieve that. HR can offer the tools that its team needs to receive continuous feedback and coaching. And done right, this will help your organization grow. Whether you help make this happen at your organization is up to you. Your job is as strategic as you make it.